What's up? Uh, and welcome back to another episode of Warner Confessions. Uh, you can follow my uh, hijinks at uh, Twitter, the Film Artist World Wanderer, as well as some Film Artist World Wanderer on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow me on uh, Film Wanderers uh, via um, letterboxd.com, letterboxd.com slash Film Wanderers, Film Wanderers, uh, without the ER, the extra ER. You can also follow me. You can also uh, listen to the show at uh, poppy.filmwarner.poppy.com. You can also listen to it on Spotify as well. Um, Alright, um, I'll cut to the chase here. Um, I'm, I'm pretty bothered by um, how people are treating the um, um, uh, coronavirus. I'm I, it, I wasn't gonna really dwell on it much on this episode, but now that I kind of have, sort of, ha- I, I kind of have a baseline of how I'm feeling, and I was, I've been, I've been kind of trying to, you know, find the words and just figure out just my thoughts, um, for the past couple of days, um, I, I think I'm pretty settled in, pretty much given my thoughts, pretty much, so, like, so like Sunday, um, I was planning on making um, fresh waffles, um, but instead of using like the usual dough and and um, you know eggs and and um, um, uh, yeah eggs and and you know that pancake mix or whatever, I, I wanted to kind of just do a, a different take on it, and. I tried on uh, I tried on a couple of occasions. I tried buttermilk and I tried eggs. Uh, uh, buttermilk it didn't go well because buttermilk's too damn liquidy. Um, and then I tried and then I, and then I eventually go to Publix. I went to Publix two occasions. Uh, so so the, the second occasion um, will be kind of a, a bit of a twist on uh, one of the Publix. So the first time I went to Publix, I went to get eggs and uh, coconut flour. Um. I got the coconut flour, you know, because I want to. I want to try other flours that it's not flour, and uh, I want to eat, eat a lot healthier. So um, I got both, and um, yeah, got them stuff. And I pretty much figured. I figured, okay, I got this. I got this. Um, I'm gonna nail it. And I had coconut flour bought from Aldi. Um, I mean, not coconut flour. Almond, almond flour, almond flour, Co- almond, almond, and, almond and coconut, same thing. So. So I I got the almond flour from Aldi on Friday. Uh, I got coconut flour on, on at Publix on, on Sunday because like why the hell not? So I went home. <clears throat> I went home and um, used um, almond flour again. Um, and I thought I had thought I had the perfect recipe. I put the I put the put eggs in. I whisked the eggs. Then I um, uh, added my buttermilk. Well, not buttermilk, but not buttermilk. I mean. Uh, the unsweetened vanilla, f- uh, the almond milk uh, that I got from Audi as well. So I mixed that in, and I mixed uh, something else in, and I can't recall what I mixed in. Um, it oh, it was butter. I I added um, um, another four. Uh, I added a, a, a some uh, a liquefied um, unsweetened butter. So I mixed that in, and then I I put in cinnamon because I didn't have vanilla extract, um, and then I put in the the almond, the almond uh, flour in there. And I whisked it, whisked it, whisked it, whisked it, and I was going to use that little um, um, 
waffle maker that I that I made all like twenty or so waffles with once in a while. I mean, like last year or when I'm chicken and waffles. And so, uh, <clears throat> so I did it pretty much. And what had happened was it <clears throat> the same. Well, it was a different result, right? Because what I re- what I realized once I was done with it, and I talked to a colleague at work about it, and she told we kind of went over, it and she told me that yeah, because almond milk is or almond flour is denser than regular flour or you know pancake or waffle mix, right? Which is how I made my waffles the last time and stuff. So I pretty much gave up and was like, I I my turkey my turkey my ground turkey is made, it's done for. And I made sweet potato fries the uh, the day before, so I didn't have to make. I had to do so much on Sunday, so I I, I basically cut the middleman. I just I took care. I did one thing on Saturday. I did the other thing on Sunday, pretty much. So did all that. So I had I went back to Publix to get. So I got I got like I got like these vegan waffles. I think this, I think it's Vans, and then the other one was like I got I got like Publix's um generic brand. I got multigrain. Uh, multigrain is wasn't as healthy as the vegan. Also, and to be quite honest, I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend uh, money on essentially uh, eight waffles or uh, you know two boxes of eight waffles um, that are healthy for me. Um, so I was like, oh, the hell with it. I'll, just, I'll get the other one because I, I didn't. I didn't feel like going, you know, spend all the money. I feel like going for that shit. So I did that. So I'm in line, right? And. This motherfucker uh, proceeds to skip one other guy, um, and I forgot what he said, but it was something to the effect of like, uh, "I have a couple of items," and then uh, the the guy was telling him, like, "You, you could have asked him or whatever," and uh, and then he said, "Thank you," like uh, like about a, about a few words after it, and I'm just kind of just standing there minding my business, trying to get home, trying to get home, so. Like I'm in line, I'm abiding by this by the six feet rule, and I'm not trying to, you know. Uh, there's like another person ahead of me, and I didn't I didn't want to get any close to him because I'm like I don't I, I'm not I'm I'm one. I'm treating this shit seriously, and I I and even even as you know we're abiding by these rules, I'm I'm treating COVID nineteen <clears throat> how I treat my days normally normally. If I wore, if there weren't any set conditions, pretty much. But this motherfucker is close to me, and isn't even remotely considering. He's this fucking close. He, it's like, and I'm and I'm trying not to lose my shit. I'm 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 getting I'm getting upset because this man is like he's literally right next to me, and he's got a, he's got a mask on. And stuff, and you're probably like, like wondering, like, why am I tripping? All he, he got a mask, and he's just like, one motherfucker, know your distance. Like, even worse, like, dog, you you way too close. Why are you so close to me? Why you what? Why you? Why are you so close to me? And I didn't have I didn't have really the words to, to say because I was just I was just. I was I was frustrated because of the waffle situation, and then and then I'm just like, okay. I mean, there, there are videos going on of you know, fucking Karens, uh, losing their shit because they, they gotta wear these masks and they gotta wear and they and they, and they gotta you know, 
and they, and they got to buy by these new protection protection procedures and whatever. Because they're not, they're they're not used to being told no, or you got to be being, they're not used to this shit. And a part of that went in my went through my mind was like, okay. And and the cashier was a black woman. I'm a black man, and 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 the person and the person the white guy scared was a black was a black guy too. Um, but optics, man, fucking optics. You know, it just it just went through my mind. Went to my mind, like <clears throat> I I wanted to light I wanted to light that motherfucker like a Christmas tree. I really did, and I didn't. I I just I'm like I'm already mad as is, and I'm I'm like let me just go. And I I paid my food. I paid for my waffles the second time I was at Publix reluctantly, and I was done with it. I was done, and. The the one I I know what I said when I left. I was like, what an idiot! I, just, I was like, I was like, just, and then and then like, you know, throughout the weekend, and then, um, probably um like Tuesday, I just I see video the video the video just just getting worse. Like I like when I was coming home um from work this evening um. I I I was driving home and I and I see a um in Tamarack like there's there's a Hooters that's like how it has people in bars and you know people dining in and shit and the very thing that went through my mind is like people want these rules to be you know we got to reopen the economy we got to we gotta reopen the economy. We 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 gotta you know we start America. We gotta do this and that. And 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 there was a there was a there was a very specific reason why I'm not in the camp of we're in this together. I was never in that camp for a particular reason, especially knowing how performative that can become, how it is typically. Um, and I don't feel sorry for saying this. I think, I I think typically, and I, I think typically Americans are, and I, and maybe it's maybe it's just sort of how I am because I'm a bit of a I'm I'm honestly a pessimist and I don't care. We have a short attention span, and because it's like there's so much news and stuff like coming at us, and we don't know how to handle it. Um, and I remember like all of these. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not blaming celebrities or anything because because I get it and stuff. But and I'm trying to find a way to say this. Um. Wh- I mean, I'm I'm gonna let it out, but but I'm trying to find the best way to say this. We're not built for this shit. I'm just saying we're we're not built for this shit. We're we're nihilistic pricks about you know one safety. 
it doesn't matter if it's if it's a an, 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 if it's a virus. We're fucking debating the merits of science, and I've 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 fucking had it. I've fucking had it with with a fucking Karen uh, debating with a with a manager about uh, she, so having a so and so medical condition. I'm like, yes, if you have a fucking medical condition, wouldn't it behoove you to wear a fucking mask then? You know, people wear masks not not just for this virus. They wear it for lungs. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously you can affect your lungs, but but some people wear masks so you know because you know the air is probably too fucking dense, and you know their lungs can handle. Like I have a cousin who has weak lungs, unfortunately, and she wears a, she wears a mask. You know for that reason. But I just, I think I just, I keep going back to seeing, you know, probably like, I guess, I guess the last sort of decade kind of just, kind of just like sort of just coming to, coming to fruition. And, and I thought about this and like, and it's like, oh, why are people doing this? Why are this? It's like, because Americans don't care, typically, you know, historically, we just, we don't care. We are braggadocious about being the best everything braggadocious about sex braggadocious about having about having the biggest guns braggadocious about um having the best sports braggadocious about uh, i mean we're fucking braggadocious about patriotism we white people are braggadocious about patriotism every day and so braggadocious about patriotism i i i can't i can't unsee fucking f-150s and 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 you know land you know pathfinders or whatever 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 sort of like you know white dude iconography vehicle you know driving down um i-95 you know with the the confederate flag and the american flag you know you know on one side and one on one on on one on the left one on the right and i cannot see it it's like you have a traitorous flag and you have the u.s flag and and it's like it's like it makes sense in a in a sad way. It makes sense because I'm 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 as fucking American as they come. Yet they have the fucking traitor's flag, the, the Civil War flag. And I I'm jumping around because I'm I'm because I'm I'm just I'm I'm just I'm perplexed and I'm pissed and. I don't know another way to say it, you know. I have another way to say it. Um, I mean, the country's being opened up too quickly, and I, I, and as much as I want to say it's related to like, uh, oh man, it's 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 getting better, it's not getting better. There, there, the cases are growing again. You know, prior, you know, there was some semblance. Okay, maybe it's slowing down a bit, but it's not. People are getting too, people are getting too comfortable again, and it's like, what the fuck? Are you, what what is that? It's like, it's gonna happen again, and then my fear is this: people are gonna then be like, well, um, well, um, you know, people are gonna be like. 
well, well, I, I don't know. People will make up an excuse, or I, I mean, they're doing it already. I mean, I mean, I mean, there was a, a, a guy who was, you know, bitching to his three thousand followers to a to a Costco um, employee about um he he he, he was gonna be fucking cheap about wearing a mask, and, and then the employee, you know. Did the most pettiest thing of all time, and I love him for it. He took his, he took his card, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, fuckboy who was recording, it was like, I'm gonna go ahead and put in the mask, and then, he, and then, and then, of course, you know, typical toxic masculinity making it fucking worse. But she's calling him a, a, a you know, a, a was he call him a pussy? I'm like, you, okay, you're not helping your fucking cause, and your three thousand followers who, who won't even, who won't even pay for your fucking uh, food for Costco. Because you you are being an asshole and you're wasting that man's time because it's a Costco policy. It's like it's every source policy. And we open America. It's gonna reopen the country. And let's pretend that it, it never happened. Like we're pretending that everything never happens. Like pretend slavery never happened. Like pretend sexism never happens. Let's pretend nothing happens. And yet there are piles of bodies everywhere and then and then people who are fucking out of touch are like, well, how did this happen? Oh, a virus. A virus happened. But you're worried about your fucking freedom. Fuck your freedom. You're not even you're not even happy. You're not even happy about said freedom. But you're gonna you're gonna wave American flags out. Well, well, you just let us in. Being asked to turn up the ass. By these companies that don't give a f- well, not companies, but these but these astro uh, companies that don't give a fuck about you. And you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die for this, dumb motherfuckers. What what are you what are you doing? You 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 incurious pricks. You incurious pricks, and that's not a worry. But I don't care. <sighs> you, It's a good thing I've gotten a lot of the stupid people out of my life. And I, and I haven't looked back. And I'm just mad. And I'm just, you know, I don't have any tears to shed. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any, any words of encouragement. I'm, I'm that mad about it. Um, but I'm not gonna, you know, go ahead and, and, and be pissed about it on social media and, and, and complaining about it. That's why I'm using I'm using this forum to talk about it. Cause why why take my ass to Twitter and then just do a thread on it when I'm just gonna be more mad? Like I have a voice and I have the intellect to basically just put my thoughts out here and I'm gonna do it. And this shit has me thinking of a lot of those things. And because we live in a country and in the world where, especially when it comes to shit like this, people usually get it until it's the at the fucking end. Until someone is dying. Dying. And 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 then and then they're like, oh I I it's like it's like it, it's got to actually happen to you for you to get it. And it's like, it's so stupid that you have to learn that way. 
I'm not I'm not saying don't make a mistake. I mean I mean yes, make a mistake. But with a virus, you don't really have the option of making a mistake. You do all you can to avoid getting this shit. Hell, I saw a statistic saying wearing a mask 75% I believe lessen your chances of getting COVID. So you would do yourself the due fucking diligence to actually do that. But no, you want to be fucking righteous. You want to beat your chest like your fucking Ray Alonzo from training day. And say, I'm the police. I run shit here. Y'all just live here. You want, you want. Thinking, thinking you're fucking Vic Mackey. Fucking, fucking General Zod. Talking about taking the codex and, and build, rebuilding crypto, rebuilding your fucking America on the bones of our, of our people. I'm making that up, and that's not, and that's not an actual quote from Man of Steel. I'm basically just taking apart, taking parts of that fucking, taking parts of that fucking quote from General Zod and basically putting it in historical context. And I, I I've done a piss poor job of it, but damn it, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Um. But it's like, it's like, you can prevent the idiocy, but it's like, no. How much dumber can I get to get a virus and, and have the cases go and go sky fucking high? I mean, I'm seeing people opening up salons and, 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 and barbershops. And I'm not going to any single one of them because guess what? This shit ain't over. This shit ain't over. Oh man, no, no, no one's talking about it. I will say the news has kind of been has been underreported now. And I, honestly, as I started to try, I didn't really get a chance to read, read any articles because I'm like, I, I, I know, I already know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm venting here, and I'm, I'm gonna use as much time as possible to vent about it before I go into you know prior shit because I don't want to just talk about movie stuff. I mean, I always do, and it's a movie podcast, but, but. I'm people inquire, you know, when you listen to a favorite podcast you love, I'm pretty sure you you probably inquire, okay, what does so and so go through on a daily basis? And I'm a janitor. I'm in the service industry. I'm I, I I've done this for 18 years. You know, I I and um um as a as a as a person in the service industry, I get mad. I get furious. I get really, really furious. And even when I'm out, I'm I'm gone, man. I'm I I hope to live up to the to the principles that I have upheld for 18 years doing this job. Because let's keep it above, man. People don't keep that. People don't care about people. People in the service industry. I mean, I mean, it sucks to say, but it's the fucking truth. And. And people are just not giving a shit. I mean, sooner or later, they're going to be people requiring about wanting to be back in these stadiums. And guess what? People are going to be sick again. And then what? And then what? Then you're going to get it and say, I wish I didn't do that. You, well, you can wish all you fucking want. You, 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 you got COVID-19. What you going to do now? And, 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 and medical and, and, you know, people in the field who, who, who look, who study viruses are, you know, are trying to figure this shit out as it's killing lots of people. 
killing 2,000, 2,500 people a day. I mean, it could kill 3,000 people a day, you know, potentially. But people just want, but folks just want to go back to normal like nothing's happening. Like we do with everything. Everything. And it's why my pessimism is fucking earned. It's earned. It's why my, it's why, it's why I kind of, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a pessimist. I guess I'm a pessimistic optimist, I guess. I don't, I don't. I forgot how I phrase it. I'm a pessimistic uh, optimist. I guess is what I would. Yeah, pessimistic, pessimism, pessimistic optimist. I'm pessimistic, but I'm like I'm not too much of a pessimist that I. And I'm like I, I don't believe that there can be some good because there because there can be some good, but this ain't it. This ain't the good. I don't I don't feel hopeful right now. You know, when they, and then when they open, reopen movie theaters, I'm like, am I? I'm not going. I mean, the only movie I'm gonna, I'm probably willing to go see is Tenet. And I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers is really skeptical of releasing that movie right now because they, they have a, they have a release date. Sometimes was it, was it July 17th or I think July 17th? I think is is there is there you know set in stone release date? And I don't think they're gonna meet the release date because guess what? That movie costs a bunch of money, two hundred million dollars. That's the highest. That's the highest. That's the highest budgeted Christopher Nolan movie ever. And that movie is meant to be seen in theaters. Meant to, because every Nolan movie is meant to be seen in theaters. Because Christopher Nolan, it loves the fit, loves it, loves the cinema experience. He loves it. And I don't see that happening. Now people being being fucking dummies about it. Now all the Karens. You know, coughing on people, potentially spreading germs, like 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 fucking people licking ice cream and spitting in fucking drinks because it's cute and it's cool. Hey, it's, let, let me just let me just spread my germs with no consequences until until you're fucking met with the consequences because you're potentially spreading fucking germs, you dumb fuck. Yeah, throw the fucking book at those people who do that shit. I don't give a damn. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This is stupid. Fucking stupid. And people who are mad about it are not even happy. They're not even happy about it. You just want to go back to the bar because what? Because you just want to you want you want to go to Hooters and you want to you want to watch sports. That's not that's not even going on right now. You just you just you just want to be you just want a reason to be an asshole. In, in, in front of in front of you know unfortunate employees who who got to endure your bullshit, I'm like maybe everything's got to close down. Maybe maybe that's what has to happen. Maybe that's what has to happen. Take everything away. Take it away, you know, take it away. Take it all away. And, um, yeah, 
you know. I mean, we again, we do we do denial better than any other country. I mean, we're the best at it. <laughs> the goat, even Tom Brady level. I mean, folks are afraid to confront fucking history. Afraid of it. Ain't afraid of being ignorant as fuck. I mean, that's that's fucking celebrated like fucking Mad Max. Like the world of Mad Max. Some world domination bullshit. But hey, I mean, you want to spend a billion dollars on a fucking bunker, but you might fucking guess and be fucking bankrupt. Or fucking insolvent. Worse, by the way. It's shitty to be insolvent because you can't even pay your fucking loans back. I mean, bankers, you may have a shot, but fucking solvency, you, you can't pay shit back. So, you know. I don't know what the fuck you do. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to start this article up. But be safe, stay safe. This shit is far from over. I, I I don't think we'll be dealing with this shit all year long, pretty much. I don't. I this this is not going to end um, anytime soon. This is this is it. I mean, okay. Before I go on to the next article, like again, it is white people doing a lot of this shit, and. I don't want this segment of the show to sound like I'm sort of like trying to talk around it. I'm, I'm really not. Really, really not. I want that to be cl- perfectly fucking clear. Because, yeah, that's who's mostly acting fucking stupid about this shit. Just wanna, I just want to just let that be known. Ugh. It's, it's maddening. It's maddening. It's, it's fucking maddening. What's not maddening is trolls' success um, in in the digital market. Um, uh, this I I I uh, this article by Bloomberg Business Week, um, um, basically uh, is an article showcasing um how trolls has done supremely well um. Uh, 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 digitally with uh, with video sales, pretty much. Um, um, the movie has made um, it is made about. I can look, and, and this is like an article from last week. Um, I I know it's made more than um. Ugh, these ads, man. Um, it's made more than um. The original trolls. Um, yeah, and Universal got, got like a eighty twenty uh, cut of the film, pretty much. Um, in the past, like, um, well, not in the past. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's probably the same way once you know, um, if movie theaters open up. Um, but yeah, um, like fifty fifty. Um, but digital's like eighty twenty, and. Pretty much, this article basically talk, talks about um, with Trolls World Tour being successful. Um, you know, um, 
will they um will like exhibitors like AMC and Regal and and um Cinemark um you know they're they're feeling away about it and um I was gonna kind of, I was gonna talk about it further here um when I did my my, my like my little solo podcast which it was kind of impromptu but I I did it anyway but but um yeah um. Yeah, this is worrisome for the for the for the old model, pretty much. Um, that long story short, AMC was so pissed off of what of what Universal Pictures did slash Comcast because they're owned by Comcast. Um, they did the petty move and decided to say, well, no, we're no longer showing Universal Picture Movies. Which, from a, from a cinephile standpoint, like, like myself, I would say, I understand that. That is a very understandable decision for a, a, a company that is on the ropes like AMC is uh, dealing with. You, you can't you have anyone showing to the movie theaters um there's nothing out really um you know they they plan on closing their shift in like what six to twelve weeks I don't know what week we're in now it's probably seven or eight week I'm not so sure um so they they, they they've kind of held that you know that that guard, guard pretty much. Um, and you know the the National Association for Theater Owners, which is which is literally a a, a lobby, as that is a lobby in Congress. Um, believe it or not, um, movie theaters have lobbies. So do TV stations; they have lobbies too. Um, yeah, they're feeling away about this. Um, I wish I had that. I wish I could have. Wish I had that article here, or not article, but it's they have a website. Um, uh, it's literally NATO. Um, no relation to the National Alliance Tree Organization, which is literally a a um, a a faction of nation states that literally was brought up because Russia was out here being fucking stupid during the Cold War. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's like AMC, Regal, Cinemark. That's who. That's basically. Who they represent as a, as a, as a as a whole. The other part of me is like, y'all ain't holding the cars here. And AMC, along with like Regal, they had a statement. Regal didn't go all the way like AMC did. Like they 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 second guessed. And 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 there was another. I think it was an AMC subsidiary. Um, I can't think of their name right now. They they took, they took a few misses, but like, but like y'all can't y'all don't hold the cards here. If anything, what COVID what COVID um, has exposed regarding to the theater industry is y- you can do streaming, you can do it, and the reason why theaters are very touchy about this very thing is because they're worried that audiences will no longer come to the movie theaters. When newsflash, they weren't coming. Period. You take away the MCU and you take away good movies that are good. People, people were already going to the movie theaters, like before COVID hit. And 
you know, Disney's not had a good year uh, starting out the year. I mean, Onward is a flop, technically. Um, but prior to 2020, Disney was making all the money because they had they had all the good movies. No matter how do you feel, no matter how do you felt about the Rise Skywalker, billion dollars. That's like the last movie to made a billion dollars. Is a fucking Disney movie. Like Jumanji two couldn't come close to that, but Jumanji two had great legs. Um, not as good as the first movie, but it had good legs. Um, I mean, uh, obviously Endgame uh, made a made a ton of money. Joker, which will probably be one of his last million dollar movies for a long time. Billion dollar movie for a very long time, and I don't, and I don't think Joker's that good. But it made a billion, made a billion dollars anyway. You know, I mean, so it did, it it did that correctly, I guess. Um, and I don't think there's a way you you cannot go back to the way things were once things go back to normal. Normal. This is new. This is going to be the new normal now. Um, I know the Oscars also said they're going to change the rules on it, but I'm like, they're going to try to, you know, once this whole thing is kind of over, they're going to try to do the, the thing where it's like, well, well, uh, well, we, we, well, we, we, you got to honor the rules. Like, we got to honor the rules we have. It's like, that, that ain't, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to go the way you think, man. And the reason it's not going to go the way you think is, it's, it's, it's fucking simple. You cannot. You cannot take away what is literally now the new guard. They, streaming has won and it is winning, flat out winning. I am like I, I'm no Comcast fan. I dropped my cap there. I am no Comcast fan here, but I'm on their side in this aspect. They're smart for this shit. This is the same Comcast that was throttling Netflix's bandwidth, unless Netflix paid them a, ton, a certain sum of money so they can keep the bandwidth running at the same levels as running before. This is like five fucking years ago. Like Netflix is is currently right now the the best streaming service at the fucking moment, you know. And then you know, then it's probably Amazon, and then and then you know. Disney's not even, I don't even think Disney's in the top three right now. Um, granted, they just started. So we'll see how that, how that, how that goes about, you know, down the line pretty much. Um, but yeah, um, there is, there, you cannot, you cannot undermine this. And I think the the movie theater are making the cru- the same crucial dumbass mistake that Hollywood makes. And it's why when I see somebody like Warner Brothers decide, okay, we're going to use an AI model to basically, you know, see why our movie is so successful. I'm like, y'all don't want to fucking change because you are afraid of the fuck. Uh, y'all afraid of change. Y'all afraid of it. So the smart thing would be for these movie theaters to adapt. I know they've adapted on, on demand servers, but you, it, it, it would be a perfect opportunity to basically do a, um, in theater experience. Um, I don't know, put 
put a movie out on Thursday night, right? And if you want to put it on Friday, you can. And I don't know how you. I don't. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think. The, I don't think there's nothing accurate. I don't know if there's a way you can sort of track digital um, sales to and and, and and ticket sales. And just do it that way. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but like, like all the tech companies in the world, and they can't do this. That's perplexing, and. And to me, and if they can't do that, I'm like, if they don't want to do that, I'm like, y'all just lazy, and y'all deserve to go out of business, like Pier One and and JC Penney's. Y'all deserve to go out of business then, and then have you know a new reason why millennials are blamed for the for the end of movie theaters. I mean, everyone's not going to the movie theaters, guys. Everyone. I'm like one of twenty people that go to movie theaters because I love, I actually love the experience of the movie theaters. Um, and I miss it. I I miss it. I love streaming, but I miss the theater experience. It, it's it's my go to. It's my sanctuary. I love it. Like I donated to a local. I, lo- I donated to one of my local movie theaters. Um, Fort Lauderdale. Um, gave my like five bucks. I mean, I ain't got buku money, but I gave him five bucks because fuck, I don't want y'all to go to business. I mean, I was literally out over there last time because they had a, they had a they had a film festival. Um, but movie theaters would be really stupid to to do this because they're so scared of change. They're so scared that no one's gonna come to y'all movie theaters. When honest to God, no one was coming in the first place besides uh, big temple movies. And yeah, keep blaming all you keep blaming all the temple movies all you want. They're the reasons. Y'all made the money you were making last year. I mean, sure, you're not selling as many tickets because fucking inflation. You had to raise the prices while while fucking income has remained stagnant for a long goddamn time. But the but y'all had y'all made the money though, right? That money was comp that like that end game, Infinity War, Far From Home, Joker, Venom. Money what didn't didn't come out of trees. People went to theaters because they wanted to see these movies. Even, I mean, even the Knives Out and the and the um, what's another movie? Uh, not Booksmart because Booksmart Booksmart didn't do that well. The Good Boys, I guess that did relatively decent. Um, you know, the, the Sonic the Hedgehogs, the Bad Boys for the Lives. The girls' trips, but it's but it's but it's big temple movies. It's funny how that. It's funny how no one keeps that energy right when it's when it's these indie movies. Well, well, well I, 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 I love, but uh, but Hollywood be a different place if it weren't if it weren't if it weren't sequels and and superhero movies that only come out, you know, you know, every once in a fucking while, unlike comedies and, and fucking retreaded romantic comedies and romantic movies and, and retreaded dramas. And I'm a drama guy. <laughs> I mean, speaking of dramas, like, shit, I renamed my Twitter. Popeye Doyle was on that stuff, which is an ode to the French Connection, too, which... 
Like anyone listening to my voice should should, should, uh, should rent a French Connection one or two. They're very good movies. The first one's the great. The first one's the goat. The second one's really good though. Um, despite the fact that none of the that um, all but two uh, uh, remaining cast members of the first movie return to the sequel. But I digress. Um, movie theaters would be fucking stupid to to abandon that. You, you can't. You, you just can't abandon that. There is... There is a perfect opportunity to make money on both ends. And if the theater experience decides to basically strict sorely to ticket prices, to, to, to ticket theaters, you have certifiably tendered your relevance moot. It was already moot before, but it's it's further moot for, for good. There is no coming back from that. You can't come back. You can't come back from this. There's no coming back from this. You might as well say, okay, we'll we'll get we'll cave in, and we'll just close in all the theaters, proving y'all are incapable of change. And further proof that your concession food is over fucking price. And I buy that food because sometimes I'm fucking hungry. But considering that I'm kind of on a lifestyle change, I don't know how much how hungry I'll be. Um, you know, once once movie theaters reopen, but I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> um, can't predict the future. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So, yeah, shit's crazy. Shit feels really different, but to go ahead and then um, be so mad and take your ball and go home and tell and tell Universal in, in regards to AMC that I'm we're not we're not going to show your movies because um, we're mad and we're going to take our ball and go home. Um, it it really shows how out of touch you are. I mean, I, I got no other reason. I got no other reason. And again, I I'm not a Comcast guy. But how stupid if um y'all abandoned y'all abandoned the, the Fast and Furious Nine money, and the Jurassic World money. Jurassic World Three is coming out, and and the second one, which was terrible, made a billion made a billion dollars anyway, just off the power of 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 it being Jurassic Park. And, and the, and the Jurassic, you know, Park, you know, franchise. But, I mean, they want to be stupid. I mean, go right ahead. Be stupid. Be stupid. And there's one other thing I wanted to kind of talk about. Oh, I already mentioned the whole reopening. Uh, uh. But anyway, um, stupid, really stupid, stupid and fragile. Um, really stupid and fragile. Um, and I posted an article on the site when I when I had this ready episode ready. You can read it there too. Um, I was gonna kind of talk about it in full like that, but yeah, man. Um, dog, the um, the sky's the limit if. Um, Comcast is really about that life. 
like go ahead and just say fuck it. Y'all really about it? Release your shit. Release it. <laughs> you know, um, release it on both platforms. Make money that way. I mean, I mean, these movie theaters can't be touting prior movies on their fucking digital services, knowing, guess what? Every other streaming service has those movies, has them, and you don't have to pay any more money for them. That's kind of the that's kind of that the whole the whole on demand via AMC or or Cinemark or Fandango kind of works kind of works in reverse, right? You know, kind of it kind of works it kind of works against it, right? It's like y'all movie theater, y'all need move, new new movies to thrive. Y'all need it. So, speaking of streaming, um, uh, that school came out and um, uh, 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 um, Capone the the Josh Trank movie came out. Um, and they're currently doing pretty well. Um, on the digital market, um. I'm gonna check the um, where they stand. Uh, Scoob is doing very well uh, via Amazon Prime. They're number one. Um, they don't have the exact. They don't have any numbers for it because they, they don't have any any way to track the numbers. Um, but yeah, they're number one there. They're number one on Fandango now. Uh, Capone's number four on uh, Fandango now. Um, they're not uh, anywhere at the Amazon Prime charts. Um, I mean, iTunes, what are they? Uh, they're number one on iTunes as well, and number four um, on iTunes. And uh, Capone's actually 10 bucks. Um, new, and it's 10 bucks, pretty much. Um, and uh, 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 I, I've heard Josh Trank's new Capone has gotten mixed reviews, and, and I've like watched a couple, I've, I've seen a couple of reviews here and there. Um, it, it looks pretty cool. It looks interesting, but at the same time, um, Josh Trank, I wouldn't call Josh Trank exactly a good director. Um, I mean, I, I liked, uh, Chronicle, but I mean, Fantastic Four was an absolute instantaneous strikeout and Josh Trank was supposed to be a director on one of those new Star Wars movies, but he, um, whether, um, earned or not, man had a, had a tamper tantrum on the set of Fantastic Four. Because there were reports that came out as the movie was sort of like approaching its release date, like five years ago, um, that uh, he couldn't handle the shooting process, and then Simon Caper had to come in and do reshoots and shit. And it it was it was it was fucking it was a fucking disaster. It was a fucking disaster. So yeah, like um, yeah, man. Um, It's a problem. It was a problem for him, but, but, um, okay, um, okay, I'm seeing something else about Capone. Um, yeah, yeah, because again, Scoop is number right. Uh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. All right, let me let me check out the newer article. Uh, bear with me one second. Uh, uh folks, bear with me one second. I'm gonna check it out right now. Um. Uh, the number two on iTunes, but let me check and see if uh, IndieWire has any further numbers. Uh, uh, 
uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, I'm repeating myself. Um, okay, okay. Okay, my bad. Let me see. I might have it wrong. Okay, my my bad. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. What that article was, was actually, it was Capone prior. It was like May 15th. This is like, this the most recent article is like May 18th. So I'll post the May 18th article um, uh, from anywhere. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, um, both, both movies are doing pretty good, doing well. Um, I just wish they had the numbers. Uh, I mean, the headline says, Scoob and Capone pull strong VOD numbers as uh, drive-ins lure moviegoers. Um well, drive-ins, that was the thing this article also mentioned, that uh, they're um, they're doing indoor, uh, uh, well, theaters are beginning to loosen um, um, social distancing restrictions, um, uh, both indoor and, and drive-ins grew again uh, as state, more states loosen social distancing restrictions. Outdoor cinema will still make up the majority of the 200-plus uh, theater operating nationally and supply more than 80% of the total gross. So yeah, they're they're opening theaters a bit. Um, I, I don't know any of them where I where I reside. I do know that uh, uh, the malls, uh, like the Briar Mall and the Sawgrass Mall, um, they're reopening their theaters. I mean, they're well, not theaters; they're opening their malls, but I don't know if they're reopening the movie theaters. Um, but yeah, you know. Um, but pretty much like. You know, Scooby and Scoob and Capone are basically making making hay pretty much exactly where every movie's making hay right now, and that's digital. You know, so you know, again, I don't know what uh any pri- any future releases are gonna do in the month of um um July and August, June even. I mean, what the hell comes out in June in, in theaters? We're supposed to come out in theaters in June. I mean, I mean, it's dried up. It's all dried up, pretty much. I mean, yeah, it's all dried up. Um, Charles Theron um, talks about being skeptical of George Miller on the set of Mad Max Fury Road. So, um, yeah, I just found this article today. Um, and, um, it sort of brings back, uh, how stressful filming was on the set of Mad Max 4. Um, like, I remember, like, reading, like, years ago, um, like, before I I probably did an episode on it, um, and it was, um, you know, Tom Hardy had issues with George Miller on the set of making this movie, um, like, I remember being stressful before, um, this ended, Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road ended up being, um, a relatively good hit, um, here in the States and, 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 you know, foreign, like, um, you know, internationally made over $200 million and here, you know, it made $153 million. Um, and, um, what this article goes over is Charlie Theron basically 
sort of being um, very skeptical of George Miller. And one of the things she touched upon was like the fact that the movie they had no script, and they were kind of just kind of winging it. And before Theron and Hardy signed on to do the movie, obviously Mel Gibson was supposed to be uh, be doing the fourth movie, but just nothing really was ever set in stone. Like, Australia had a shitty economy, weather was bad, um, of course, Mel Gibson being an anti-Semite and a fucking racist, and uh, for those of you that want to see Mel Gibson's new movie, um, which is coming out on June 30th, which is which is set apparently during uh, a hurricane in Puerto Rico. Great timing, guys and gals. Um, what a, what what a chair shot to the head as dumb idea is that. Um, but anyway, um, as I digress, uh, awkwardly, um, so yeah, um, set tension. Um, um, here's a quote here. Uh, we didn't have a script. So let's start with that. Uh, we had pictures as an actor. It was so nerve wracking. And every time I sat down with him, I would ask him, okay, but what happens here? Um, and then she would basically say, uh, he's the loveliest man, uh, which is kind of, kind of, dad don't see, dad don't see very pleasant. Yeah, Charlie's, come on now, come on now. No, 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 no. Um, and, uh, and he would, he would go on these tangents explaining things to me that aren't even a part of the movie since he sat for 30 years thinking about this. I mean, yeah, I mean, this movie was in development hell for nearly fucking 20 goddamn years. Uh, well, actually not even told, I, 27 years, 27 years it took to make this the, the follow to Matt Max thundered beyond Thunderdome. Like it took that long, 27 years for, for them to make a follow up to this. And at the end of it, I would come out of those meetings. Like I still don't know what happens looking back at it. I should have trusted him a, a little bit more. And I think it would have made the shoot easier. It's not easy for him to fully lay out what you want to know. Well, I mean, I, I understand where she's coming from because, again, that was not an easy movie to make. Um, that was not an easy movie to, um, to shoot. I would imagine, like, the, because a lot of the, the stuff that takes place on Mad Max is practical. Um, you know, there's a handful. Of, there's there's probably you know uh, blinking you'll miss CGI here and there, but that movie is pretty fucking practical. Like the stunts that um, Tom Hardy pulled off, Charlie Stern pulled off, um, you know, even you know, Zoe uh, uh, Kravitz and uh, was it Rose uh, Huntley? Um, what they pulled off was not easy. It it just it it was not easy. So um, like a lot of it was kind of painstaking. Um, you know, they, they had to work in fucking shitty weather to be able to pull off the things they pulled off. Like, it was very, it, it's, I mean, I mean, you know, it's always said that, you know, they don't make movies like this anymore. And Mad Max Fury Road in 2015 was literally sort of like a, a callback to the 80s. And, um, it was, it was quite surprising it did as well as it did. I mean, the movie, along with Pitch Perfect 2, the throne, uh, Age of Ultron. Um, and Age of Ultron's third, third week release, um, and, and it and it had pretty good legs, um, and and it and it did a lot, um, 
but I can totally see uh, where you would be unsure of the direction of your director. Um, and especially in, in defense of George Miller, like, um, I'm pretty sure he probably lost faith in whether this movie was going to get made or not. It was, it was not, a, it was not an easy process, I bet, for the man. I mean, I mean, and for Mad Max Fury Road to be the masterclass movie it was, it, it's a testament to him and it's a testament to the people who made it. And it's a testament to the cinematographers, um, because it, it's a glorious movie to look at. It's a beautiful movie to look at. Um, and, um, yeah, um. It it was a, it was a great film, and I'd still maintain it. I I call it Time Crisis Two on steroids, in a good way. I love Time Crisis, uh, the 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 arcade colon op uh, from Namco, Namco, um, and it's kind of that to me. It's it's a it's an excellent coin op um, that you can easily get get enraptured in um, because all that because it's it's a never ending thrill ride. Um, their story in between the you know the action sequences, and it's not even about Max. I mean, none of the movies, to be quite honest, are really about Max Rockatansky. They're all they're he's a side character dealing with um, you know um, a world gone, lack of a better word, mad. I mean, there's a lot of like shit in it. I mean, and Mad Max. Fero, you know, touched upon the dehumanization of women, and a lot of people, a lot of women, particularly, um, liked liked Charles Theron's uh, portrayal of Furiosa because Furiosa just wasn't having that shit. Um, she wasn't a perfect person, but yeah, she she was like, um, no, <laughs> you know, I'm doing this against my will, but and then you know she has enough of it, and and the 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 and more than Joe. Um, is literally a dude who was in the first movie. So the movie had a lot of quite a few callbacks, like to like other movies and stuff. And and um, again, it's just it just it's a testament to to um how great um the filmmakers were um about it and um the film about George Miller and 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 the and the and people behind the scenes and people you know on scene, you know on camera war too but yeah it, it, it's pretty good it, it it's pretty good really um um and this is all covered in the new york times um i'm just reading this part from like indiewire it's like a little clip notes from indiewire so um I wish I had more time to read, to read the New York Times one um, to probably get a, a more background on the or issue, but but yeah, I mean, this is pretty much uh, what it is, really. And um, it was a it was a wonderful ride. Wow, I'm I'm over an hour now. I did not know that. Um, but I, I don't I'm I don't I don't really care about length. I I mean I went over with the the COVID-19 shit, but, um, uh, I will end the show tonight, I pretty much don't lose your passion, um, as I'm talking on this podcast right now, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is very dispiriting for creatives, um, to, 
Sark was saying, Hork said. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's very dispiriting to, to deal, um, with, um, stir crazy and, and, um, worried about the future and stuff. And, um, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm pretty worried myself, um, in these denial states of America. Um, but I mean, despite all of what I mentioned, uh, during my whole COVID-19 tirade, um, um, it's, it's, it's very easy to lose, uh, hope and, um, and, uh, those that lose hope, um, believe me, I've lost it many times. Um, I mean, I didn't there, like, honestly, as I was doing the show tonight, I've even had thoughts of not wanting to do this anymore because it's just like, what's the point? And, um, you know, five plus years later, I, you know, I, I got over a hundred of these, um, 85 episodes of the, on the wonder side though. Um, which, you know, is a, which is great. And, um, I'm very grateful that I've done that many episodes. Um, it, it's, it's taken me a while and it's, and it's, you know, I still struggle every day trying to do, um, a weekly show, um, do a weekly show, have the energy to do a, do a podcast, um, find, find, um, material to talk about, um, having the energy to just do it and, and, um, just shrug your shoulders and just, just brush yourself off and just, you know, take, take whatever life gives you, um, I guess the best advice I can give you is, um, you know, stay encouraged, you know, whether you're a streamer, whether you're, you know, a podcaster, a, you know, movie, you know, buff like myself who wants to, um, have a future in this, um, in the movie industry, um, critiquing and, you know, going to conventions and, you know, hobnob with people who do this for a living. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to have another fucking job as well because, you know, I can't just have this all by myself, but still this is, this is what I want to do the rest of my life, um, this has been a passion of mine for my entire life, um, you know, you know, even, even when I was struggling to figure out what I want to do in my life, you know, during, um, in college, when I was at my lowest lows, um, this is what I wanted to do, and, um, anybody who is, kind of going through that dichotomy of the brain, um, just, just know, um, I have been where you are, I have been, I have been, uh, despondent, I have been uh, disappointed, I have been, um, I've even been suicidal, I've been, I've been angry, I've been, uh, I've had momentous occasions of hope, and I have had moments of joy, um, and I've had triumphant moments and I've had painful moments just wanting to do something to make this come about. And it's very easy to lose hope. It's very easy to lose a bit of joy. Um, even with just a modicum of it, um, you don't want to lose all of it because if you lose all of your joy, um, how, like, how are you going to be happy? 
but you know, she comes and goes. Um, she got managed. I used to manage her. Um, but I hope you don't lose hope in the very thing you do. Um, just power through it. Power through your struggles the best best you can. Um, don't deny it, because that'll just basically expedite the problem. You know, if you know you struggle, you know, get help, see how you know, seek it out. Um, but don't, but don't lose, you know, that that innovative part of you. Don't lose that spark. Don't lose that passion. Don't lose it. Um, it's very easy to lose. Um, you don't want to ever lose that. It's very easy to lose sight and hope of um, wanting things to be better. And um, I hope my words, um, as I'm not really the best at this, uh, can offer you any semblance of joy and comfort. And you know, and I hope uh, today's today's episode was uh, very uh, int- uh, um, introspective. Pretty much, you know, it, you know, the COVID nineteen, you know, took a little punch punches it. But uh, you know, I, I tried to explain as much as I can about the years of streaming. Um, and uh, you know, I I hope uh, you enjoyed it. And um, if podcasting your 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 game, um, if that's what you want to do, do it. Um, um, it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, I mean, I I have moments where I I don't do episodes, you know, three for three four weeks, you know, uh, time periods. And this is probably the first time I've kind of done an episode back to back in a week's time. So, um, you know, I guess I made progress in that way. But um, yeah, just don't lose hope. Don't lose hope, and uh, just power through. Film Wonders Go Wonder on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Letterbox D dot com slash film wonders film wonder dot podbean dot com and you can follow us on follow on Spotify as well if you want to listen to these episodes as well. Uh I will catch y'all later. Peace out.